Behind home plate, we bringing it to him all day. All day. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Birdland. Win or lose, we bringing it to you always. Always. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Orange or black, we rebuild the pack. No matter where we at, you know we coming back. Section 336, we on this, so tune in. Tune in. You know what's up? Welcome to Birdland. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to Birdland. You know what's up? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Baltimore sports fans of all ages, welcome to Section 336, Next Generation of Baltimore Sports Talk. I am your enduring starting host, Matt Soroka, and as always, I'm joined by a guy now coming live from the winter meetings and future home of the Orioles, the button lover, Josh Soroka. Um, No, I'm not live in Nashville. Oh, okay. So I am. I, um, where I was misinformed. I got some bad no. info there. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I got some bad info, too, because I thought three months ago that the Orioles agreed on a 30-year lease. It was if, on the Jumbotron. Yeah. He got he got his little standing ovation. He took all the attention off the team and put it on him. Yep. Uh, and, and to take – and that was to clinch miss, to, to take away – the you know the, from the celebration to make it about him and it wasn't even a, a real deal nope so yeah so, that's it's been a weird winter meeting it's feel like all the talk is about the lease and about jackson holiday so that's to me that's been my timeline of orioles yeah well uh yeah in honor of that the sell the team shirts clown those shirts are back up on birdland sports today Oh, good. Um, after I took them down when they made the 30 year announcement, I said, All right, you did something good. I'll take it down. Not mm-hmm. knowing that we were just all lied to. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Back. Good. Bring them back. Your audio sounds a little funny. Does it sound okay to you? My audio sounds funny. Let me see what I can do. Yeah, it Quiet, just sounds loud, like... distorted. What, uh... what, what's funny to you? Yeah, it's not, it's just not clear. It's a little bit. It's almost like um, like you're like you're talking without a microphone at all, and it's not. It's, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's just not oh, like okay. crisp. It's not crisp. But that it lacks a crispness that I've come to expect in our conversations. All but, right. Let me. Uh... Oh yeah. Why didn't you tell me that I'm not even talking through my microphone? It's going through the camera. Oh, that's it. See, that would explain the lack of crispness. I knew something was off about it. Yeah, so give me a minute. Oh, there it is. I should be, Josh, based on this experience, I should be an audio engineer, I think. No, you should just tell me because you're on the other end listening. So when I say it's all good before we hit record, you should give me a heads up. Okay, Josh, I still hear your audio either way. It just sounds a little bit different. All right. Sounds better now? It sounds normal, yeah. All right. And then I'm thinking, like, is that how it always sounds? Or am I just Uh not paying attention? Yeah, it's it's that Nashville connection. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were in a hotel room at Nash in Nashville. Right. Is no. is Peter Angelus in Nashville checking things out? No, I don't think so. No, no. you know, I earlier today I did have a conversation with someone in Nashville for the winter meetings. I was talking with uh, Austin Hayes' agent this morning. We love agents so, and winter meetings. That's so one of my it, favorite topics here. I I was telling him about our history of agents and winter meetings. Yeah, is that, I wonder if that and, our, our boy is still agent agenting out there somewhere. I he, I do not believe so. Okay, but um, uh, anyway, he asked he asked for the an article, so I googled a little Deadspin article and found us. Yeah, yeah, and it was ten years ago that Mister Josh Kuznick told us about uh, some agents fighting in the parking lot. Yeah. And then I then proceeded to read other articles about it from like written where apparently there was a fight in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. It clearly was a fight. It was it just was really a fight. who was involved. Was Dave Stewart involved? Dave, and Dave Sheffield. Oh, is Dave Sheffield? Is that who yeah. it was? Okay. Yeah, Sheffield. And okay. yeah. So Kuznak told us the wrong person where there was clearly a fight. Yeah. So that was 10 years ago. Well, yeah. He, yeah he, we got some wild stories about him. Yeah. We have more. We have more stories about him. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to get into yeah. it. You also but, remind me. I was see when I was talking to Austin Hayes agent. I said we did a little bit with Kuznick, but he seemed a little a little out there. Yeah, and and no, I I like the dude. No disrespect and, to him, but he's a little bit out there. 
Like I remember we were talking about him becoming like a daily or weekly guest to do a weekly segment. Yeah. And he wanted to charge some astronomical price. Oh yeah. And we're like, we don't even make any money. We're not gonna yeah. pay you. Um, so just he just wasn't yeah, he wasn't, he wasn't us, up uh, with what we're and but and, and he had all these, he was like a big talker, as I guess agent yeah. should be saying, you know, if you do the segment, you're gonna get so many listeners and all this stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't. Yeah, he, that's right. true. He did. He wanted us to now, someone took him up on that offer because he went over to the oh, a, like a Nationals website and did a podcast with those guys. Oh, okay. Good so they must have paid him. And yeah. then I know he was doing stand-up comedy because he came up as it? a recommendation on TikTok. And it is some of the worst jokes oh, I've ever you seen. Don't need, it's hard to be a stand-up comedian. But he does have something going for him. He seems to have the, the kind of attitude where he's got a big ego. And oh, yeah. So, even even if it's it, I, and comedians, I would imagine have to have a big ego because you know sometimes your jokes don't land, yep. um, and you got to knock it down on yourself. And he, no, he doesn't gotta, seem someone who he gets down on himself. Right? right. No, he's got a big ego. But the uh, agent Frost and Hayes has does not have a big ego. Right. And uh, is he going to be a weekly segment on the pod? Uh, you know, I we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Not weekly, but he might. I might get him to come on and give us a little winter meetings recap or talk about being an agent. Uh, but this morning's conversation was about a guest for our podcast. Okay. So I which, can I can guess who maybe that guy. Yeah, is. you can you can guess who the conversation would be about. Yeah. And uh, he should be visiting this off season. Well, hopefully before he gets traded. The I I, I uh, <laughs> either way. <laughs> uh, Michael Elias did say they asked him about you know and he said everyone's on the table. When well, he didn't yeah. say everyone. He said you know there is a prospect that's not on the table, but like most of the prospects and major league talent like. He's having conversations about all these guys, yes, which is understandable. Uh, but Josh, speaking of guests, I you missed last week. Um, oh. you know, I'd be excited to talk to your guest, but I was pumped to talk to my guest. Um, yeah, so if you I, haven't, I want to ask you because yeah. I listened to it last week. You had the author, I bought the Baltimore Bandit book. Oh, nice for, for Owen this week. So he, nice. uh, he's finishing a book, and that's the next one we're going to read. Um, how impressed was your son? Yeah, he wasn't that impressed. All right. So yeah. Austin Hayes will impress him a little more? I don't think so. Like, I, like, I don't think – I think at Saturday's age of six, I think, you think you're not impressed he, by people. I mean, he's he, gone to minor league games. Like, he, he's he's talked to Heston Kerstad and Matt Heston Kerstad right. and Ricky Bradford. Yeah, like, exactly. I, I, I don't so he think – he just assumes this is how life is. Yeah, I, I don't think he th- – like, he thinks, you know, like maybe we can just call up Austin Hayes and talk to him. Like, I, I, I'm not sure if he gets the no. – it's a big deal. I get a little bit of that because Owen thinks that like our podcast, that 336 is like the biggest thing in Baltimore because every yeah. time I've taken to him a game there, someone has said hi. Yeah. So he thinks that because of that, we're like celebrities up there, which is yeah. fun. I'm going to let him continue to believe true. that. Yeah. 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 No, but I, I, I just, he was, he was, it was a good conversation and he was, you never know about these authors are they going to be able to hold a conversation and stuff? But he was good. He was good. So it was a good conversation. And yeah, I mean, we've been emailing a little bit back and forth. Uh, I'm an good. idea guy, throwing out ideas. <laughs> Pretty much, we've been emailing back and forth a little bit. He, I throw out some ideas. He says, there's no way that's going to work. I said, I get it. I get it. Here's some other ideas. <laughs> and he says, no. yeah, those are Wait. cool, but there's no way that's going to work. So we've you've been continued. You've, so you did a little of this on the podcast. Yeah, so no, you, it's continued out off, off the podcast via email. So wait, are you just pestering him? I'm just no. He asked me if I had okay. ideas, and I said, "Oh, all right. oh I, I got ideas, buddy." But I no. think he's I think he's done with me at this point because I've shared right. so many ideas, and all of them are impractical. All right. So, all right, I liked your idea about uh, the kids being around like big events in baseball. Yeah, like the banging of the trash cans. Yeah, I like all that. Yeah, I don't know how you could have him on section three thirty six and not bring up like twenty one thirty one. Oh yeah, I know. And here's, and I was not happy with the Baltimore Bandit because, and I didn't say this to him. I hope he's not listening. <laughs> I I love all his books. I read them all, yeah. but I, I wasn't happy with Baltimore Bandit because, you know, he often does in his books historical references to historical players okay. on those teams, right? And the historical person he references in Baltimore Bandit is Babe Ruth, who he also talks about in the Yankees. Yeah, book. yeah, I hate. Babe Ruth being associated as an Oriole. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. There's I know he's a Baltimore better. guy, right. right? 
but I would rather be centered around Brooks Robinson or Jim Palmer or yes. I, I don't know if you can do living guys. Yeah, um, you can't do the ghost of Jim Palmer. Right. Um, and I, I don't even know how kind of copyright stuff does with, I don't know if you can talk about, I don't know how you can talk uh, about Yeah, people. like real people's I names. I don't yeah. know. No idea. Um, but yeah, it was it was more on Babe Ruth than I thought there could be. I see. Good. Yeah. But yeah, the twenty one thirty one, the Iron Man, it would, would be a good a good uh an Iron Man one. That's or, why if you were on the podcast, uh you could have suggested that. Right. Or they could have done Earl Earl the ghost of Earl Weaver and could have been out at the tomato patch. Yeah, and cursing out the umpire. Yeah, yeah. That might be a PG thirteen version. Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. But um but yeah, I mean, no, it was a great interview and it's cool to mix something up. That's what's cool about the offseason is we can try to put some stuff like that together. Well, it was the perfect week because it was the week before winter meetings. So there was nothing happening. I mean, a couple of rumors and we'll get into some rumors, uh, but pretty quiet so far winter meetings that well, we'll get into it. But before we talk about winter meetings, Josh, let's not let the people wait any longer. Uh, we need a little league. Oh, yeah, let's, little talk league. The, let's talk about little the baby league. birds, the baby birds. The Little League Orioles. Uh, the 10U Orioles. The 10U Orioles. Uh, yeah. This is Jackson Holiday 20. So, like an old man compared to these guys. Right. So if you are we're keeping track during the season, we won one game. We tied okay. one game. We, okay. tied, we tied a second game that then because of time went backwards and in in. So we ended up being at a loss. Okay. So you didn't tie. It's a loss. Well, you can right. you can count it everyone. In the record book no. of the standings, it's a loss. So your it record was, was one twenty and one. Got it. Yes, something like that. Well, something I like think that. it's like one ten and one. Okay, anyway, one ten and one. Everyone gets into the playoffs. We just have the lowest seed in the playoffs. So we go into the first game because of rain and Thanksgiving. It was twenty eight days since our last game. Yeah, that's probably good news for you. Were you having practices in the meantime? No, or you pra- guys- no practices. Because Love it. I I tried. They didn't. They wouldn't allow us to use the fields. Oh yeah. See, so the other teams weren't practicing either. No one. No one was practicing. See, that's an advantage for you. That's yeah. Total you don't want anyone playing baseball. So because that's an advantage to to the worst team. Yeah. So this everyone's game, rusty. So this was Tuesday night. So we go in, we play Tuesday. It's like, this hey, is like an first Orioles round. layoff situation. Yeah, and it's like it's too long of a layoff. I'll tell you what. I was talking to a guy from work on the way to the game, and I mentioned that this is our last game, and Owen got mad at me. Because oh, well said, Owen. I just said it as if we're gonna lose. Yeah, and I, I did some. What I did for this playoff game is. So are I, you playing the top seed? Are you playing the best team in the league? We're playing the best team. We're no, well, no. Or did one they team, get a buy? Or one team got a buy. Okay, so the second. So we we're playing team. the second best team. Wow. All right. So I pulled out all my management. I worked. I worked on the stupid lineup. Multiple times, I looked at stats throughout. I looked at all mm. the kids' stats. You're looking at, at Woba. You're I'm looking look, at I got, exit velocity. You're looking. I got at, game changer open. Going, no yeah. one stat matters to me on base percentage. Okay, OBP. Percentage. I look at that. I line up. I line you're, up. You're our, Billy Bean uh, over there looking at OBP. I love it. Yeah, I balance the uh, the pitchers. I look at the pitchers and I try to decide what to do because I've got a guy that can throw real hard, uh, but they have a rule that you can only pitch two innings. doesn't matter how many pitches, just two innings. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, so do I come out strong with him? Do I put him late? I do all this where I go, I put in a starter for one inning. Then I bring in the hard thrower for two and then another guy for two. Yeah. I get that. I get it all the way there. Coach your butt off. I coach my butt off. I am yelling at these kids to steal. I'm giving them, as they go up to the, uh, I'm coaching third base, but every time a new kid gets on deck, I'm going up and huddling up with him and giving him the game plan for the pitcher. Yeah. And giving him the game plan. And I'm just coaching my butt off and we won this game. We won, we beat this team. Uh, I believe the final score was eight to six. Oh, wow. So we walked away at this game, easily won, um, had to lead the whole time. Excellent game. This, the, Fastball kid that I put in pitched two immaculate innings. Wow. Three up, three down. It wow. was outstanding. So then we go to the semifinals. Isn't that immaculate is, inning where you don't even throw any balls? You throw, you just strike out. Yeah. 
three guys on nine pitches? Is that what we got a nine pitch situation? I don't know if it was nine pitches, okay. but it was. Right, I think that's what a Mac inning is. Don't, yeah, I know. You shouldn't be throwing but, down those words. <laughs> I know. I don't remember. Right. I'd have to look at the stats. But he All got right. three up, three down right away. So then uh, the. Uh, so we win that game. And kids are going crazy. Everyone's excited because we're not supposed to win anything. And we just beat the second best team, which means we now have to play on Thursday night. We had to play the best team in the league, All right, the Braves, yeah. the Braves. Now, so do they do a reseeding unlike Major League Baseball? Uh, no, it's not a reseed. And it's just so how the two would have played the one. The second best team would have played the best team if they would have won. I don't know. Right. Uh, I don't know. We, 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 we don't get any the, the intricacies. All right, so yeah. you're playing the number one team. So anyway, I play the number one team. It's the Braves. I hate playing the Braves. I do, too. They're the worst in my league, too. Their, their, their coach does not teach the kids baseball. He teaches them how to win at Little right. League. And, right. and all that's the two very things. different things, yes. Like the simple thing of if you walk a batter, if you're, uh, you're a batter and you get walked, once you – you run the first base and then you immediately turn and run the second base. Yeah. Because it's 10 U, so kids will panic and throw it to the wrong spot. Right. And not be paying attention because they walked you, so they're getting ready yeah. for the next batter. Yeah. That's not baseball. Yeah. I got gotcha. stuff like that. Yeah. So we're playing them, and I'm so I'm already stressed because I I do not like this guy. I do not like his team. I don't like playing it. So it's like I gotta coach my butt even bigger. Right. So I even bigger. Yeah. Right. So I do all that. I balance. I come up with plans how to do it. We go out there. We take the lead right away. We're doing well. We fall behind, but then we get the lead back, and now we've got a good lead. We got a like a four run lead. Kids are feeling good. Everyone's excited. Um, and then we have some problems. Mm. We have uh, one of their players tries to steal third. I've been preparing for this all playoffs. Yeah. No one ever. We never pick anyone. We never throw down the third. We just let right. the catcher hold the ball. But I right. put my fielder at third base, and I've been working with him on how to tag catch yeah. and tag. So we throw down the third base. We catch and tag. We get him out. They call him safe. Mm. His foot never got to the bag because my third baseman blocked it with his foot. But the umpire yeah. still called him safe. Yeah, that's so frustrating. We've been pairing, and you and you and you got him, and yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah, that, that's right. frustrating. Yeah. It was a you should reward good plays like that. Yeah. Had a play, had some missed throws. Um where you know it's and some bang bang plays that didn't go our way, some missed throws and missed plays because they're 10 years old. Yeah. So and we gave, possibly the umpires were in the Braves right. pocket. You know, I don't know if they oh, we, funded here, but so then uh, let's say it's the it's the eighth, it's the bottom of the eighth. We're or it's the eighth. We're losing by three. We All scored right. five runs, so we're up by two. Nice. So now that in and ends quite a ball game. Yeah, yeah. Now there's time limit rules. Remember, I told you about this. Yeah. So yeah, here's yeah. what I this coach does: time. goes out as we're flipping to the next inning, goes out to the umpire and says, "How much time?" Umpire says seven minutes. So the coach tells his catcher to stay in the dugout and hang out. Take your time. Oh, yeah. This guy's a piece of because, work. Because if we can't finish this bottom half of the inning, then it's going to have to go back to the previous inning and they, and and they the win. score was. Yeah. yeah. So I have to then say something to the umpire, and the umpire gets the kid out there. Yeah. I forgot to say that also earlier in the game, he tried to argue that his scorekeeper had one of my batters batting in, like, say, the fourth inning and then, le- and then leading off the fifth inning, which was not true at all. And yeah. we had to bring the game to a stop for me to show my scorebook, him show his scorebook, talk about it. Oh, my it. gosh. That alone would make me so, so furious. Mind your own scorebook, exactly. you 10-you so coach. Right. Oh, so par- my parents are all fired up. My kids are fired up because they're irritated because of these stupid, cheap things. Yeah. Everyone's fired up. Um, this is how fights right. break out in 10 years. Oh, yeah. totally. No, this. I'll, here's how fights break out. We, uh, we're, we're, so we're playing – they get one. They get one on. Then he uh, steals his way to second. He gets a big hit at third, but we throw the ball in and we tag him. But they call him safe. So there's a, uh, another out we didn't get. Then there's a ball hit, and we need to get the out at first base. We throw the ball to first base, but it's a little off target. But Owen catches it and he tags the runner. 
Yeah. He tags the runner on the chest, and then the runner takes his arms and hits the glove, like punches uh, the glove to knock yeah. the ball out. Yeah. Because that's, again, we're back to heads up play back to back to from O and N from the runner. All right, I'd like to see so, that. Right. Yeah. But the ball pops out when the guy hits it after sure. the tag. So it was the sure. tag, then another contact for the ball to pop out. The ump says because he hit it while Owen tagged him. Then Owen's going to pull the ball out of his glove to throw it over to the pitcher because of the next guy runner. Right. And that's when the guy hits him. So it should have been a transfer drop. The umpire said, no, it was a, he didn't, he dropped it on the tag yeah. where it was bang, bang. So we didn't get that call. So then uh, the two run score, it's a tie game. Um, and the, and the other coach comes to me and goes, you want to just end it now? I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, well, we scored two. I said, yeah, so it's tied. He said, yeah, but even if you get three outs, we can't end on a tie, so it'll go back to the previous inning, so we already won. Oh, my gosh. This and I'm guy. like, what? I'm like, I said, no. I said, we're going to lose rightfully so. Get out there, and we're going to finish this game. This guy is a dweeb. Yeah. yeah. So we ended up losing the game, and yeah. all my kids were crying because they all – because we had a chance to win and we had yeah. things just not go our way. Parents were fired up and parents were yelling at the umpire. Parents were yelling at the other team. It, yeah. it was fired up, but you know what? It, my team was not supposed to be there. We weren't supposed to have a fight like this. And it, it was awesome as a coach to be able to see like some moves I made as a coach that were working in these two games. And it was really cool to see the players progress from where we were at the beginning of the season to now we can play baseball together. Yeah. So a really good season for my kids. Yeah, no, that's great, Josh. I'm glad you got that win and, and a competitive game against the Braves. And, um, you know, often this is a good but, life lesson. Let's listen. The Yankees went, went, win a lot. These jerk teams, yeah, they win a lot. It's, <laughs> so I just, it's a good I cannot game. coach that way to 10-year-olds. I want you to learn baseball, not yes. all the cheap tricks. Yeah, because – because winning is not everything in Tenyu. No. And you can't convince me it is. And right. he doesn't get that. No. No, he just yeah. wants to win. Yeah. And I also think, by the way, because there were some horrendous calls. He then lost in, in the finals. So I was oh, glad good. that. Yeah, that's that's a happy ending. Um, there's some horrendous calls. And Silas was the victim of a couple just obviously horrendous calls. But they kind of make me happy because he was all upset. And then it's a good – I think those are good lesson moments to say, listen – you know, you got bad calls. This is part of baseball. Right. Um, this happens to everybody, and you got to deal with it. You just can't sit there and cry about it. You just got to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, think, I think those are – I'm I actually that, pro bad umping sometimes. I had that conversation multiple times to my team yeah. uh, over in the dugout because, yeah, you couldn't. It's a larger conversation about fairness, right? Like we all right. want everything to be perfectly fair. Well, yep. That's not the oh, – I, I had one kid that – was mad at me the whole game because I wouldn't let him catch. And it's because he's not a great catcher and we're in the playoffs. And I'm yeah. like, I want, I do want to win. Like I'm yeah. trying to win. So I'm not going to set us up to fail. I'm trying to put the best players at their best positions. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, I get it. There's kids on my team want to pitch every game. Right. Exactly. Play pitcher. I don't know. All right. Well, Josh, thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're shutting down. First of all, I think it's ridiculous. I guess the delay but that we're playing baseball at the end of November. That's, that's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, yep. It was, it was cold for both these games too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I get a few months off and then I, I think it's March. I saw we got the sheet to sign up by January. So I think it's end of February or March that the season starts. Oh my. All so right. we're rolling Start into we're for next year. rolling into basketball season now, but I am not coaching that. Okay. Is Owen playing basketball? Yeah. Owen's playing basketball for, for the first time. Uh, oh, nice! In a couple of weeks. Yeah, I feel like I I I played basketball and I was pretty good. But my first year I played was in the sixth grade because I just feel like for basketball you got to be a little bit older to not double dribble every time to get the ball oh, yeah. to the rim. Like it's not it's a hard. it's not a seven year old's game. It's it's a you got to be a little bit older. No, I I think it's I think it's eight foot hoops. Okay, at, little hoops. and and he and yeah, and Owen's ten, so. Yeah, yeah, and he's big for his size. So plus, I'm excited I because he's, te he's technically he's nine, but let's not, you know, he can. Oh, you're right. He turns ten in like three weeks. Yeah, um, but I'm excited because I think basketball more than any sport helps you 
with every other sport. Oh yeah, like, I the think hand-eye coordination, help, help a lot with baseball. Oh, that's so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I love so, basketball. Yep. Um, but I'm not. I, I stayed away from coaching that. I said I need some time off for coaching, and I'll coach baseball again in the spring. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I coach basketball. You helped me out one year. Yeah. Even at the high school varsity level. Though I don't know if I could go back and do it because I feel like even, I mean, that was like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And I feel like basketball has changed <laughs> a lot and just to become a super competitive um, at the high well, school it's, level. It's much more a, than I coached. Yeah. Well, it's now a superstar game instead yeah. of a team game. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anyway, that's, that's good. Little League talk. Um, let's get to some. Orioles talk. Actually, right. we were talking Orioles. Let's take just some some big Orioles talk. All right. What uh, where, where do you want to start? Um, I don't know. I mean, we can get to Mike Elias quotes. We can get to you already mentioned the lease. I don't know if I'm saying anything else about the lease. I mean, it's an embarrassment. If you let's just get the lease out of the way. It's an embarrassment, and the fact that now the city is coming out and being like, oh, we might need to go month to month. Yeah, which it's a it's a total that will happen. That's oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, and that, and that's an embarrassment as an ownership. Yeah, and 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 it's all over greed, because why is the same deal that the Ravens signed not good enough for him? Because he wants all this land to build restaurants state. and hotels yeah. and whatever for himself. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, and he hasn't done anything to earn that right. He has a team because his dad bought it many years ago. Yeah. And so I want his I want his attention on building the Baltimore Orioles, not right. building not, <laughs> building restaurants. Right. Right. And I want him to worry about extending Adley and Gunner. Yeah. Not about is TGI Friday is gonna come into my battery. Yeah. I mean if he if he extended Gunner and Adley tomorrow. I would say, Josh, pull down the clown shirts, go freaking month to month in the lease. I don't care. Go month to month for the next 10 years. I don't care. As long as you're doing other things like like building a winner here in Baltimore and showing you're committed to having this team win here in Baltimore um, by paying your players and signing for agents. Um, but if you're not going to do that on the one hand, and on the other hand, you're quabbling and not signing the lease to leave – no one – thinks orders are leaving but this leaves kind of rumors out there floating about yes. it um and so you're not doing either thing you're, you're not taking care of the business side of things you're not taking care and, of the oral side of things and 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 so we have no choice but to think you're a cotton-headed niggy muggins well and even more than that you went on the jumbotron and you made this great announcement to get everyone to cheer for you when the attention should have been on the team on the field yeah you focused it on you total ego hog yeah. Uh, there was no reason to make that announcement because there was no announcement to make. <laughs> exactly. Right. You know, that's, that's like a guy who's like just excited about a, a business deal. And so tweets it out before it actually happens. Like you gotta slow your roll. Um, Josh, there is, uh, I want to get uh, this out of the way too. I, I wonder, do they go month to month or do you think the Maryland stadium authority just comes up and puts some chains on Camden yards? Because yeah. I, I would kind of be all for the chains on Camden Yards. For, for the stadium authority playing hardball? with, with Yeah, Canada. like we're talking January 1st. Like put the chains on there for a month. Show them, show them that, hey, it's a lease. Like I can't, if I don't want to, I mean, I own a home, but if I was renting somewhere, I can't just say I don't want to rent. And like, like you got to well, give fairness, me a better I think, deal. I think the bank owns a house more than you do, but yeah, you're right. So, like, if I told the bank, oh, well, yeah. I want to renegotiate. And they say, oh, well, you're, you've got I, – I still have to make payments. Like, a, yeah. a lease is – I don't know. It's, like, it's very frustrating because he thinks he's in control. Well, the, and, and you think it's a greed issue. And I think more – like, I fall down more on the I- incompetence issue. Like, I don't think he knows what he's doing. And I think he's in over his head, and I don't think he has any business savvy. And I don't think, I mean, I just don't think very highly of him as being kind of this business person. And so I think he, he doesn't know what he's doing. And therefore, he can't get this deal done because he doesn't know what he's doing. Um, and maybe it's greed is some part of that, but 
I don't know. I think if he was competent, he could work out a deal that would make him happy and make the Orioles happy because either way, there's a lot of money coming to the bottom Orioles. However, you right. Well, and the frustrating thing is the deal was worked out a while ago where it was all laid out. Here's the millions of dollars we're giving you to upgrade and fix things at Camden Yards. Well, guess what? Not a penny of that is going to get worked on spent this off season. And wasn't so part of it that, like he didn't want to make a deal with Hogan, so he was waiting for Wes Moore to come in, and then yes, now because, he can't work with Wes Moore. Yeah, yeah because he donated like $5,000 to Wes Moore's campaign, and he yeah. thought that would buy him exactly. That's what I'm saying. Him. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Anyone that knows he, you have to give at least 500000 to get things done. He's, he's an idiot. Yeah. And I, you would hope that this offseason they would work on the Jumbotron, work on the sound system, all this stuff, but they can't do anything. Yeah, they don't have any money. Yeah. Well, they money, they're not they can't do anything because they can't agree to this to the game. They can't agree to who's even going to be in there. Are we going to have an Oakland A situation? Should I expect to go to the Bowie Bay Sox Stadium to watch the Orioles next year? Well, the Orioles don't own that either. So, <laughs> so we'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Norfolk so Tide. Norfolk Tide were just sold. Oh, were they yeah, to do yeah. ownership? Did, did yeah. you try to put a bid up there in there for them? No, but I know someone who was. Oh, really? Yeah. Instead, he then lost. Instead, he ended up selling the team he already owns uh, to the same people. Okay. So, I tried. I think the Macon Bacon either just went on sale or is going to be on sale shortly. The Macon Bacon. Okay. So I'll, I'll mention this to him because, and I'm just, sure it's a lot cheaper than Norfolk Tides. He just sold the isotopes. Yeah, okay. in the process of Albuquerque. Yeah, he was trying to buy the Tide, and instead, this big group came in to buy the Tide, and then they said, "Hey, we'll buy the Isotope also." Oh wow! That's, so now uh, that yeah. backfired on him, huh? Yeah, they bought like eight minor league teams. Yeah. So, I mean, he got paid, so now he's looking for a new team to buy. All right. Well, making bacon. Yeah, maybe I'll get him on here and talk about that process sometime as well. Yeah. All right, so that's enough about the lease. All right. He's in over his head. All right. Um, Josh, how do you feel about Buster Olney writing an article saying that Shohei Otani is silly for this whole secrecy free agency and missed a huge opportunity to promote baseball by being so secretive? Um, didn't you- I call him didn't I call the whole thing silly last time we did the podcast talking about this, how I like keeping it secret is silly. You, we should, you would think you would get more money and stuff and more leverage. If you said, Oh, I'm talking to the blue Jays today, the Braves tomorrow, the Yankees on Wednesday. And apparently Dave Roberts leaked that he met with the Dodgers. So Dave Roberts and the Dodgers, I think are out on Hotani because he leaked that they met with them. Also, I didn't realize I missed this story. The blue Jays, thought they met about uh, everyone thinks the blue jays met about otani yesterday but no or one will say a word about it. Yeah, right. no one in the blue jays will say um, a word. i do think it's silly but i also wonder if it's cultural and how much of it is that josh did you i missed this story and it was it came up in the buzzer only story and somebody missed this but it made me laugh really hard the um when otani was announced as the mvp and they, he accepted the mvp on tv yes. there was a dog with him he had a little Cute little dog. Okay. Are you aware of this story? No. And so the reporters want to know, like, oh, what a cute dog. And so they asked the name of the dog, and like he didn't say. And so they kind of, you know, did some dig some digging to try to sound it. So they talked to all of to Otani's people. And Otani came back with a statement saying, at this point, he does not feel comfortable releasing the name of the dog <laughs> and refused to say what the dog's name was. See, Isn't that kind of weird? You can say cultural, yeah, uh, but I'm going to go with I'm going to go with cultural, and maybe I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like being in the spotlight. Yeah, and when he's this gigantic superstar. Yeah, uh, more evidence he's not for me. Um, he's not a clubhouse guy. He might be a nice guy, but he's not. He goes to the beat of his own drummer. He's not a good clubhouse guy. I I don't want him. Um, I'll I'll I'll, I'll pass. Also, by the way, he's not what a if winner. It's just he's not a winner. Every goes, he loses. So I, I prefer winners on my team. So that's just what, me. What if it's just an embarrassing name? Yeah, I mean, it could be. Yeah, it could. Well, then make up a name. Who cares? They, they, then come up with a new name right now. Who cares? No one's going to know. But why keep it a secret is the weirdest thing to say. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not, I, I at this point, we're not releasing the name. That's you're right. You're right. A secret name. Yeah. Why not say like Fido? Yeah. Or right. say well, anything you want. Or, yeah, or the yeah. real name. No one cares. Right. They're, right. They're actually doing it to make Otani more human. They're trying to humanize them by giving a dog a friendly dog story. Everyone loves dogs. And he's like, this is like an easy one to make yeah. people like you more. Name the dog. And he refuses. Right. You should have said, oh, it's Babe after Babe Ruth or Reggie yeah. after Reggie Jackson. Like, give it a baseball name. Make it up. Yeah. It's just kind of. Kind or of it's weird. just dog. What if in Japan they don't name their dogs? And what if it's just dog? Yeah. Well, even that would be fine. Uh, but on the other hand, you know. The other extreme is like the LeBron James, the decision where everyone kind of hated LeBron James for that. So on the one yeah. hand, I think they can't really can't win. You're right. Um, I just here's the exact quote. Otani's camp was not prepared to release the dog's name. <laughs> it's just, that's a funny. That's funny. All right, Josh. Well, it shows you how protected he is. Yeah. That is camps like they don't have permission to release his name. So. All right. Um, yeah, hopefully it ends soon. Sign somewhere, not not the Blue Jays. All right, so so let's get to a couple of names within link with the that has been linked with the Orioles. This all right. um, cold stove. Um, the first one that came out, I think, was um, it was announced that the Orioles, and this is according to MLB trade rumors, the Orioles have shown interest in Josh Hader and Jordan Hicks. Yes, Josh, could you see? Um, how do you feel about a, a Josh Hader type situation for the Orioles? I mean, a Josh Hader reunion seems to make sense. Even at the contract could be $100 million for a reliever and a long-term contract for a reliever when you have, you know, Batista waiting in the wings. Yeah, well, the only way it's $100 million if it's, it's like five, six years. Sure. Long time. So, yeah, um, I could be perfectly fine with a future bullpen of Hader and Batista together in there. Um, I could also, I don't know. I don't, I guess Hader has been a bullpen arm for a while, so you wouldn't move him back to, in the, into a rotation spot, but no, yeah, I, no I like, he's a bullpen guy. He's, like he's going to be Hader. a closer. He's yeah. projected on the fan graphs to get four years, $72 million. No problem. Um, I would do that. A $20 qualifying offer. I would do that. I like Josh Hader. Yeah. So, and I could. You can always uh, use him in the bullpen, even with Batista, and then you shorten the game. You shorten that what you expect from your starter. It's nothing but good things. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know if the Orioles going to spend seventy million dollars on a reliever, but um, you know, it's it's fun to be in the conversation, though, isn't it? That like. Other people besides just us and Rock are saying, "Oh, the Orioles might be interested in this guy." Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm of two minds. On the one hand, it seems like how many times did Elias say, and he's also been linked to Robert Stevenson, a reliever, yes. Tampa Bay who had a really good year. But how many times have we said, has Elias said now, he did in the trade deadline um, a lot. I feel like he did it last off season where they made some run at some big names. It just didn't work out. Right, like you keep yeah, on saying, like, like you know, we, we we were trying to it almost implying they were trying I, to work with Ver, Verlander, and it just didn't work out. Right. Um. So he seems like it seems like Elias is trying to make a big move, which means he's able to make a big move, like he has the permission to make this big move. Maybe, but it just hasn't lined up. That's what it seems like to me. Yeah, and maybe, and I hope that's the case. And I, I would like some of these details of some of these things to leak, and us be able to learn and and understand from there. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's like saying, "Oh, well, this person," like saying, "Oh, yeah, I said hi to this person," and in, in passing by, and then going and right. Saying, I, I, yeah, I called his I agent. A- to, I called his agent to to see if he was interested in doing a one year two-year option <laughs> right and he wasn't so then i hung up yeah 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 exactly and that's what i want to know is how real are these did you really try to make a big move to get verlander or did you go to john angelos and say can i get verlander and he said no yeah and i know you would never release the players names um because that would be awkward to say we almost traded this guy and this guy and this guy 
right. um, but there's no way to know kind of how serious they they are. Um, and even with with the Josh Hader thing, and now the other guy rumored, and this is those are free agent signings, bullpen guys, and I would be happy with Robert Stevenson. I would be thrilled with Josh Hader. Yep. Um, but then there's also been trade talk. Like Dylan Cease has been linked with the Orioles. Yes. Um, Dylan Cease, who kind of had a down year last year, but prior to last year has been a really great pitcher. In 2022, he's a runner-up to the Cy Young. Right. Um, not as good last year, but you know people think he's just a blip on the radar. Um, but could potentially be a near-top rotation starter. So that could be another possibility for the Orioles. Are, are you? How would you feel about the Orioles coming up with a pro- prospect package for Dylan Cease? Are you all on board that train? No, I like that. I like Dylan Cease because I trust him as a long-term guy in our rotation. These are really – it's a really weird – He's got two program. years under his contract, so you get him for, for two years at least. Yeah, it's a really odd uh, offseason for me because I look at this and it's like, yeah, to bring in a confident pitcher – would I would make me feel good, but I also look and I'm like I feel okay if we just move forward with what we've got as well. Josh, I woke up this morning, and this is why I can never be GM because I wake up every morning and feel differently about everything. But in terms of the Orioles, I woke up this morning. I said, "Screw it!" I said, "I don't want anybody. I don't want. I don't want us to trade for anybody. I don't want any free agents. I don't want anybody. Let's run this back with this squad." You had Jackson Holiday to, to to this offense. You had Kerstat to as an everyday player to to this offense. You had a full year Jordan Westberg. Our offense is better than last year. Our offense is kicking butt. You have another year of, of Adley adjusting to to, to major majorly pitching. Like our offense is going to be crushing next year. It's pitching staff. Bring back Cobb Bradish as a top rotation starter. We don't need to sign a, a top rotation starter. Cobb Bradish, he if he just threw more innings. Would have been in the top three for an ace consideration for a Cy Young consideration. He's going to pitch more innings this year. He's going to be the Cy Young this year. Then you got a four year John Means, right? The bullpen, I ain't worried about the bullpen either. Give me my guys. Put Tyler Wells and DL Hall in the back of the bullpen and our bullpen, our bullpen problem solved. Let's go. I want to go with this squad. We're going to roll out and win 100 games and we don't need anybody else. Just take this squad. That's how I was feeling this morning. Though tomorrow I probably feel like, you know, let's sign everybody. No, and that's that's 100%. That's the odd thing about this is because I look and I'm like, all right, well, I've got Bradish. I've got Rodriguez. I got Means. I feel real comfortable with those three as I want to. That's a good three. top three. That's a good then, top. Rodriguez is going to be good this year. Rodriguez is going to be good. I love Tyler Wells as a starter for that first half. So if he yep. could pull that together for a full year, there's your fourth guy. Who cares who pitches the fifth? Well, Dean Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what I was going to say. It could be Kramer. It could be D.L. Hall. You bring in Hader into this back end. And uh, I feel really comfortable. And you're right. Earlier today, Elias was talking about how he expects Jackson Holiday to make a push in spring training to make the starting rotation or starting uh, team. Yep. So, yeah, I love it. And it's, it's funny to be in this position of like, I, for years, we've been saying, just sign pitching, just sign pitching, just sign pitching. And now it's like, I don't want you to sign pitching unless it's a big name. Unless it's Dylan Cease or someone better. Okay, I'll take it. But don't give me another Cole Irvin type guy. Yeah. And don't try to pass me, oh, we signed this fifth starter and now you're going to be excited. That guy from Japan, what's his name that we were linked to? Yeah, um, as, a, as a potential six starter talent. Yeah, yeah, I was I was glad we didn't sign him, so you wouldn't have me read his name. Yeah. Um, what was his name? Nayuki Yusawa. Okay. Yuwasawa. Yeah, wasn't you? Yamamoto, who's everyone's talking about as being no, no, yeah, yeah. No, I wish it was Yamamoto. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. And hey, uh, I guess we also this other Orioles news is we got it. We got our new pitching coach. Yeah, and this Drew French since the last time we spoke. So yeah, I maybe I don't know. I wasn't concerned about our pitching to begin with. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't have, <laughs> I can't break down the Orioles pitching coaching. I, I don't know his. Uh, I mean, we had Darren Holmes uh, left and. What what was it? Uh, was what was the was a Holt who went to was reassigned to a different position. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, all right, fine. Um, in terms of kind of other Mike Elias kind of quote worthy news, I thought a couple of interesting quotes. One, he said it's unlikely, Josh, unlikely that they participate in the Rule Five draft tomorrow. Right. Is Would that, you be surprised if the Orioles don't take a pick in the Rule Five draft? I can't remember the last time we did not take a Rule Five guy, but I can see saying, "Hey, this the way our roster is right now, we don't want a placeholder. Like we can't give up a, a spot on a guy that's got to stay with us all year." So yeah, I can see that, and I can see yeah, not need not taking a Rule Five guy because of that. Where where are you going to take a Rule Five guy in your bullpen? Well, we're talking about wanting to bring in more bullpen arms. Where are you going to put them on your bench? We're pretty deep, both in the outfield and the infield. How are we going to use a Rule 5 guy? I totally can see us not doing it this year. Yeah, no, I, I, tend, I, I tend to agree with you. I think it's something like 16th or 17th straight year we draft from the Rule 5. But we're getting to the point where both our 40-man is too full. Um, and then also... Yeah, we have just too much. Too, there's too much talent. We can't hide anybody yeah. right here. No, we're not. No, we're not it's, that's not us. It's a weird off season because we immediately jumped into oh, all our guys are ready. Oh, we're yeah. we, we're ready to go, and this gradual thing. It really feels like we hit liftoff because everyone's ready to go and it's all moving. Um, yeah, I and, did, and 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 two and two. Two, two points. First, I want to go back and just mention this real quick. We were talking about um, Jackson Holiday having a chance yeah. to open a roster. Just turned 20 yesterday. Um, by the way, everyone is saying, oh, oh, Michael Elias slow plays these guys. Oh, he didn't call up Adley when he was ready. Oh, he's service time manipulation. Right. First Fake of injury. All, Fake injury. Yeah, yeah. Is what they said. Um, Gunner was caught up early, and or he was caught up at a reasonable time. One rookie of the year. Therefore, the Orioles have a bonus draft. Pick the, I think the 34th draft pick because Hunter Henderson um, and Windler has caught, caught him up. And also, by the way, um, Jackson Holiday turned 20. We promoted him from single A to Norfolk at the age of 19. That's right. the opposite of service time manipulation. That's the opposite of slow playing. So I don't want to hear any more about this service time manipulation crap. Michael Elias promotes guys when they're ready. And Mike and and Jax Holiday is a, a textbook case. A guy who just proved he was ready at every level, and now we're going to find out um, if he's going to be ready for the majors. I saw. I follow him now. On he's got some kind of hitting um, on X. Yeah. Uh, that book is on hitting. It's just him and Ethan Holiday, his brother, just right. dropping bombs on there. So yeah, I, I think. I mean, Jax Holiday. That's a, I'll call it right now. He's making the open day roster. Yeah. Because he's going to come freaking ready and, to play in spring training, right. and he's going to make it. So the Orioles have to. Keep, Put put him on the roster. Yeah, they he's said not, he's they, yep, and they said he'd be playing shortstop and some second base. Yeah, so, I, um, that's I, an interesting I, conversation. I, I assume he'll play more second base because see, of I, Gunner. But I, I went know. the other way. I think you'd put him at short and put Gunner at third. Yeah, yeah, you could you, you could do that. I mean, you put those two guys over there, you're going to have a real good defensive lineup put, over there. Put Westbrook at second. Yeah, yeah, and Westbrook at second. I like that. I like it. Yep, because Gunner's arm, you would think, plays really like well over at third. Yeah. Shoot. And then I was going to make another point. I had two points. That was one. And I was going to make another point about what we were just talking about. But then I went back talking about Jackson Holiday, forgetting the, the point of what we were talking about. Well, you were, we were talking about how we're good with our guys. We're happy with our guys. And that also falls in line with uh, Michael Elias about extensions. Oh, he said, yeah. Rhea, real quick before the extension comment. Yeah. Because I just remembered. Yeah, we're good with our guys. Um, other teams... When we're linked to people, partly because we see these as holes, other teams have holes. The Yankees have holes in their lineup and starting pitching. The Braves, actually, for how good the Braves are, I, I know because I'm here in, in, in Braves country, they have holes in their starting rotation. Honestly, Josh, I don't see any holes in, in, in our roster at all. I think a lot of people perceive two holes. They perceive, I'm talking too much about holes here, it's making them a little uncomfortable. But they perceive, let me use a different word than holes, they perceive kind of two areas of weakness in our in our team. One is starting pitching. And I think one of the reasons yes. they do this is because our starting our starting pitching laid an egg 
in the playoffs. Correct. However, Kyle Pradish's season, Grayson Rodriguez, we, we just talked about it. I'm good with those top three. I know everyone says we need, we need an ace, we need an ace. I'm good with rolling with Bradish, Rodriguez, and Means up against, you know, most top threes in baseball. Now, would I like another good starter? Obviously, I would. But we're, we could roll tomorrow as is and be okay. And, and likewise, the bullpen. And I think the bullpen problems are answered nicely by moving Halls and Wells there. Now, I still think Hall should have a start, have a sh- shot as a starter. So if you get Hater, then you don't really have to stress about putting Hall in the back end of the bullpen. You can try him out at starting pitching, knowing you have more depth in the bullpen with Hater. But if we needed to roll with Wells and Halls in the bullpen, we could roll tomorrow and we'll still be like, I, we. this team starts tomorrow and we're the favorite to win the AL East. Uh, so, yeah, so we got a team we can roll with. Yeah, no holes. Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> Other people's uh, got holes, and they're waiting for someone like Shohei, Shohei Otani to come and fill their hole. And I'm saying we don't need any holes to be filled. That's all I'm saying. So okay, all right. we can have supplements, but we, we but we we but we don't need anyone to fill no, our hole. All right, no holes to fill. Right, got that's it. That's what I'm saying. Um, all right. So since we have no holes. Yeah. Uh, what we've been talking about is these extensions. Yeah, I hate this. Was yeah. oh, I hated this last quote. This I is the hate, one quote that's why that I'm bringing made it up. Me cringe so much. Yeah, because it's okay. the, it. He said about extensions. This is something we quietly work on in the background, and I hope we find good deals. We certainly have good players. I hope we find the right deals, which is not easy to do. Then we're able to add some of those to the list from the Orioles. Which Josh. part? There's so many things wrong with this quote. So many things. All right, so let's break it down. What we quietly work in on the background. Do you really think they're having active conversations with Gunnar and Adley? Or yeah, what what I perceive, what you, you, I hear quietly working in the background. That means the player agent doesn't know. Well, you know, oh, what I hear, it's not a priority, right? Yes. It's not. It's not a high priority. Yep. Like we got other stuff we're worried about. That's on the back burner. Yep. All right. How about? I hope we find good deals. This is the stupidest part of that comment. <laughs> oh man. It's like, we don't want to pay Adley Rutschman unless he takes a hometown discount. Right. We only want to get good deals as in, we want to rip off our players. We don't want to pay them what they're worth. We yes. just want, you know, to, to, to kind of trick them into getting, listen, if you have great players, you pay money for great players. Right. <laughs> this is not a discount. You know, you're not getting, this is right. not Black Friday deals. Come so on. Ne- right. So next, we certainly have good players. All right, fine. There's there's something good you said. Yeah. Now he goes on. I hope we find the right deals, which is not easy to do. And then we're able to add some of those to the list from the Orioles. Yeah. I. Again, it's bargain bin shopping. With your own players. And and you hope you find the right deal. Mike, Mike, you, 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 don't, you don't even hope and pray about this thing. This is your job. Just I, do your job. I promise you, if you put enough zeros in there, it doesn't matter. You don't have to hope it at all. You just put right. enough zeros in there, and he's signing the contract whether you hope it or not. Right, which is not easy to do. No, it's pretty it's, easy. It's you talk easy. with the agent. You say, what's it going to take? Because we're seeing the uh, Braves do this. The Brewers do this. Uh, the Mariners, I think, were just doing this. You're seeing yep. guys do this. The, um, the, yeah. The Mariners did it with uh, Julio Rodriguez. The Brewers just did it with their top prospect. Uh, right. The Braves have done this with all their prospects. Yeah. Other, other now, people are able to do this. Now, explain to me the last part of his quote. Because this is where I get totally confused. Then we'll be then we're able to add some of those to the list from the Orioles. What does that mean? Uh, what maybe that was some with the question? Would that have something to do with the question? Uh, Michael Elias on extensions. I hope we find the right deals, which is not easy to do. Then we're able to add some of those to the list from the Orioles. Yeah, I think maybe the question has something to do with like other teams have been able to do this. And then he's saying, well, maybe the Orioles can be part of those other okay. teams. And maybe. That's how I took it, but I don't know. Maybe. Okay, because maybe the question was, hey, are you going to extend these guys like Milwaukee? Like Right, style? 
Right. All right. All right. Because I read it as like, hey, we're looking for really good deals. Maybe they'll come from guys that are already on our roster. Yeah. Yeah. So, but but that whole quote's oh, a train wreck. It, it's it's a it's so discouraging. Yes. Well, it's to the point where, and I don't want to overanalyze quotes because it's just one quote, and Michael Elias puts his foot in his mouth sometimes. And I'd rather him be great at his job and put your foot in your mouth than be a great talker and suck at your job. Like right. I'd rather him be good at his job than than talk about it well. But that's but, a question you should have been prepared for. That's not a surprise question. But what Michael Elias does, Josh, what Michael Elias does is he's very, seems to me, to be very honest almost to a fault with some of his responses. And this, to me, feels like honest to a fault. Like, this is how he really kind of feels, and this is what he's really doing, which is, here's what I, here's my real concern. Michael Elias is brilliant. Brilliant. There's no one better, I think, in baseball at developing a team from scratch, drafting well, player development, um, infrastructure in, in the DR, all this stuff. Brilliant. Bringing in great coaches. Brilliant at it. What we don't know is, can he sign the big free agent? Can he make the trade? Can he extend his players? GMs have different strengths and weaknesses, right? Like, we know this. And that comment feels a little bit like he's going to be unable. If it's in the background, if he's just hoping about it, it feels like maybe he's not up to this. Like, maybe he's not up to the job, but this aspect of the job of extending your players, maybe it's not his strength. Yeah. It's, man, it's just... But but because, Josh... Okay, let's do PR. How would you respond to that question? Uh, obviously, we would like to see uh, Gunner and Adley here for the a long term. Yeah, and we're working hard to make it happen. Yeah, right. I mean, I I don't even know if you need to add the we're working, we're working hard. to make it happen. You just say I hope to see them here and be lifelong Orioles. Yeah, it's done. Well, done. I, and I, I, I'm saying working to make it happen. Not as a lie. I'm assuming that he's working to make it happen. Now, if he's not working to make it happen, I mean, you don't want to say that. Right. But, yes. but if you're not working to make it happen, why? <laughs> right. Well, what more do you need to see from Gunnar and Adley? I mean, exactly. if anyone warrants an extension, it's Jackson Holiday, Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rutschman. You will not find three more slam dunk extension right. candidates out there. You won't. No, and, and having those three guys all hit now – is changing this franchise. Yeah. And I, we could add Grace in discussion, but I know like certain pitching is a whole different ball game. Right. So I'll even leave Grace Rodriguez out of this, though I think he could be in the discussion as well for an extension. Yep. I hear you. All right. I'm just saying you we're going to talk about this next offseason and every one of those players just got a lot more expensive. So also that. Yeah, I hope so. I hope they're yeah, I hope they're a lot more expensive. Yeah. Oh, I uh, they will be. So I mean, it's always more expensive when you let other bidders in. That's so. true. Josh, um, as we wrap up the show, the this week during a winter meetings, um, do you expect the Orioles to make any kind of significant trades, signings? Or should I be refreshing Twitter each day? I had a coworker come to me yesterday, Josh. True story. Coworker came to me yesterday and he said, Did you hear about the Orioles? And I, oh. I got I got so excited. I said, oh. I haven't checked my phone all day. No, tell me what happened. And he said about the lease. No. Worse. He said, um, Gunnar Henderson won rookie of the year. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm aware. I'm oh. aware they won rookie of the year. Um, I was hoping for some more little up to date, but we had we hadn't talked in a while. So that was he was coming with that. And that but I got excited there for a split second. I was like, oh, what is it? Um, I, the Josh, Josh Hader rumors, I am very intrigued by because that's the type of deal that would get done at the winter meetings. Other than that, I don't know. I know Elias said he hopes to come out of it with a addition to the rotation. I am not confident on bringing anyone in. Michael has also said he felt no urgency this this winter means no no urgencies. Right, I am going to say that uh, no, we do not come home with anyone 
this week. Yeah. All right. What do you think? You expecting it? Uh, it depends on the day you ask me. Um, well, I'm I, asking you now, Tuesday at nine o'clock. Yeah. No, I think they. I think they do something. I, I think they add um, either a oh, trade Tom? or free agency. Um, what I want to know, Josh, do you think is there? What are the chances? Not the order of Simon Tani. What? What? I, and I do think they they make a significant meal, a significant uh, deal. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sure they're going to make a significant meal. Well, Nashville. I don't know. Is food good in Nashville? I don't even know. Yeah, barbecue. Uh, no, uh, no chicken. chicken. Have you? I've never even been to Nashville. You've been to Nashville? I've been. I've been to Nashville once. Yeah. Okay. Long time ago. Um, some years ago. Do you think like the Orioles even? met with Otani or Otani's people? Um, so Elias answered that with, oh, well, I have no information on that, but you see people wander, uh, going in and out a lot. So um, I thought that he answered the right way because yeah, yeah. that's it. I'm like, hey, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how you want to handle that's that. That's how you want to handle it. You um, got to handle that with the prima donna that is Otani. I do not think we even had the conversation about Otani, uh, which is crazy because if Peter Angelos doesn't care about baseball, but he cares about making money, he should sign Otani. Well, at least consider the possibility. Yeah. As in me with Otani, what is it going to take? Yeah, right. I, I, do your due oh, diligence. Yeah. yeah. You want to get the, the Maryland state to give you a deal for some restaurants and all? Show them Otani's face on the side of that warehouse. That yeah. makes a statement. Yeah, um, I, I'm curious to see also, like I, I'm, I'm fascinated about the whole timing of things, because on the one hand, it seems like maybe you want to sign players now, because so, I, I, there's a handful of teams out there who are waiting to get Otani, and they're I'm sure they're clutching their pocketbooks because they know they they're going to spend a ton of money, and if they don't get Otani, they got money have to spend. To, they're going to spend on these other players. Yeah, totally. So part of me is like, we should be kind of striking now before all these other teams are out on Otani and then start spending money on these other right. players. Yeah. What I hate like is... Hater. Right. Hopefully they can get something done this winter meetings because I do. I hate the time that you have the winter meetings, then you have like another week, and then it's everyone's just, oh, no, we can't do any work now because it's Christmas and New Year's and wait till January. Oh yeah, two years like, ago when like those with the Nelson Cruz and I think the yeah. Bottle Jimenez like dragged into February. Like, what do we? Yeah, doing? I hate that. Like, deal with it now. What's yeah. going to change between now and February? And you're right. What's going to change between now and February is a lot more money's going to be available because yep. we'll know where Otani's going. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I I agree. All right. Well, if anything does happen, we'll talk about it next week. And if it doesn't happen, we'll talk about what didn't happen next week as well. And we'll do a little rundown next week of the kind of who's left standing here. I, I mean, most people are still there. So there's still a lot of options if you're the Orioles. Every time a starting pitcher is signed, we all wring our hands. But there's still plenty of options out there. Um, and if not, we'll roll with our guys. Uh, Orioles going to be fine. Yeah, I'm not concerned. No, no, no. All right. Well, that's, that's it for us. Uh, you know, do your thing. Write a review on iTunes. Give us five stars if you haven't been already. Coconut, what are you waiting for? Go to iTunes and write us a review. Tell your friends about the show. We're still here every week during the off season. We might switch the day every now and then. Right. And one of us might not show up <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. Well, but we still roll it. We still roll with it. All right. Uh, you can follow us on all the social media platforms, including X. At Section 36 Show, and you can follow me on X at Section 336. You can follow Josh on X at Josh Shroka and at Birdland Sports. Uh, thanks for listening, boys and girls. And as always, go O's. Sign somebody. <laughs> <laughs>